And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA, everyone. This is Tim back again with episode 191 of the World of Mythbits. Now, things have been a bit crazy with uh, the world of myth. Um, poor Dave, under the pump a bit. Uh, life's been catching up. Uh, and if you have checked out the post from Steph that's accompanied the September issue of the World of Myth magazine with the awesome Mushroom Man cover, then you all know we're all volunteers. We all volunteer our time. Uh, love the magazine that much that we're um, we're willing to to give up that time, find that time to uh, to bring you this crazy podcast, uh, the other podcasts that are sort of associated with the world of myth, um, and also, of course, the beautiful magazine every month. Um, looking back over previous episodes, it's uh, it's sort of come out bi-monthly or every couple of months but the um the last oh probably as long as I can remember um submitting to the world of myth uh yeah Steph and uh and Dave and the the uh dark myth publishing team have been able to pump it out pretty much once a month which has been a uh, a crazy crazy commitment um yeah and poor Dave has found that um, with work and life and everything else it's sort of just caught up with him but it's out now so make sure that you jump online make sure that you uh, jump on the Facebook page or theworldofmyth.com all is one word uh, with the dot and then the com of course um, yeah to, to check out the latest amazing stories uh, and um, the um, the latest uh, wonderful poems uh, I can see again um, our poet of uh, of such exceptional talent uh, for three months running has now been um, the um, the most voted piece and such powerful powerful poetry uh, such amazing poetry um, so yeah it seems like people love poems uh, it's um, it's making a massive comeback, but uh, especially poetry with such wonderful, um, or not wonderful, but powerful meaning behind it, uh, and such personal meaning as well. Sorry, I'll jump, just jump across. Uh, I'm on Mythmar at the moment, checking out and seeing what's new. That's something else that Dave asked me to mention. So the the magazine for September is out now, and of course, um, Steph's looking for. Uh, Halloween themed and October themed stories as much as we possibly can because the October magazine uh, will be coming out um, next month around about the um, the time of Halloween which will be very very cool so I can't wait to see the cover for that one but yeah I'm just looking now at the cool little uh, mushroom dude 
with, uh, with his pipe and, uh, and the frog on the side. So that way you know that you're on uh, September's magazine. Make sure you click on the cover. Make sure that you check out all your favourite authors and, uh, and poets and artists and, uh, and make sure that you vote. Give that, um, that star rating and um, make sure that you vote. That's, uh, it's very important. Um, so, of course, yes, Member of the Month. Congratulations to this month's Member of the Month, uh, Kathy Sherbin. I hope I'm saying that right. Kathy, you blow me away every time with the um, amazing poems. Uh, being an um, ambassador uh, for uh, White Ribbon Australia, you hear a lot of different stories from uh, domestic violence survivors and um, you hear a, a lot of talk about how the, the stats aren't going down, that domestic violence is still a, uh, a major, major issue, um, not just here in Australia, but all over the world. So poems like this uh, and the support that you're getting as well, Cathy, a uh, great way to uh, to actually keep that thought in the in the minds of our readers, um, keep that thought in the um, the minds of of those that are regularly jumping on, uh, regularly contributing and checking out the um, the World of Myth magazine every month. And um, yeah, just a a great uh, great way so that we are all still aware. Um, not to remain silent, um, not to be violent. The, they're like the the key messages, and uh, yeah, see if we can we can change change the world, change um, those um, those few that sadly think that um, strength and uh, yeah, sadly sadly think that power means that they. Uh, they can lord over these people. Um, yeah, just trying, trying to sort of change those minds and uh, trying to get to the younger generation and uh, and make sure that um, they know what um, what good relationships are. Make sure that they know what um, what stable, supportive relationships look like and feel like, so that when they're moving forward. They um yeah they get the 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 best opportunity um yeah so again congratulations to Kathy that's uh, three months in a row I think uh, doing amazing and uh, producing some incredible poetry so um, hopefully you have submitted to September as well uh, and I um. I'm going to be brave and see if I can fit into this month uh, the review of uh, everybody's stories and poems and, uh, and artwork. I'm a, uh, a little bit daunted. Uh, it's a, a little bit of a, a daunting task for me. I've never done a, uh, the full magazine review before. Um, but I am super excited about the opportunity. Uh, I did see in Steph's um, news newsletter report for um, for the uh, September edition of the magazine. I uh, I did notice she did mention that there was an awful awful lot of submissions, 
but people aren't submitting correctly. So uh, unfortunately, there have been a few uh, few stories, a few uh, few pieces that haven't made it to the September edition because of the way that they have been submitted. So uh, before you check out the magazine, make sure that you read through all the details that Steph sort of listed there um, in her um, in her magazine uh, introduction. Uh, and yeah, if we can try and do the best we can to try and help Steph out and try and help um, Dave out, uh, because they're um, volunteers, they're volunteering their time. Um, poor Dave is coding by hand uh, each individual piece, um, each individual story, the backgrounds, the adverts, the everything that uh, that goes into uh, each monthly magazine. That's poor Dave um, at his keyboard, madly tapping away, uh, trying to make sure that every link works and everything directs to where it needs to go. And if we don't underline in our submissions the stuff that we want in italics, then it gets missed and it doesn't get coded correctly for um, the HTML for how it's got to appear on the um, on the web page. So we've got to make sure that we help them out so that they can help us out too. Um, so that's that's probably about it on uh, on the magazine. Just make sure that you get there, you check it out. Make sure that you get your submissions for October in. Um, not everything has to be Halloween themed or not everything has to be October-y themed. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see if we can get uh, a huge number of um, October themed uh, Halloween themed submissions uh, I've already sent in a poem which I'm fingers crossed will make the grade will make it there um, yeah it's a, a lot of fun um, Halloween and Christmas seem to be the um, the good ones especially looking at the, the darker side of them as well sort of exploring those concepts is good fun yeah but make sure you check that out make sure that you vote 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 um, Especially for Kathy, I mean, four in a row would be amazing. I'm sure to uh, to get um, member of the month, and of course as well, looking uh, looking on the homepage for the magazine, there's um, a great little uh, promo um, cele- celebration that Dave's done for the winner of the open contract challenge, and of course I covered that last post. Um, Congratulations to uh, to all three of the uh, worthy prize winners. Looking forward to the stories coming out. It's going to be uh, we're going to be very cool. Um, so I was also asked by um, Dave and Steph to mention. I think it was a PCE. Uh, make sure that you jump on the uh, the website to check out more information. Uh, capital P, capital C, capital E. Dot com. Uh, plenty of details there, I reckon. I'm just going to quickly jump over there now and check it out. PCE.com And I'm super envious. Uh, anybody that's in the California area. Uh, oop. No, maybe not. That's right. But I'm sure that the details will be coming soon. So um, anybody that's in the California area, make sure that you check that out. Make sure that we support 
the um, the events that uh, Dark Myth Publishing is putting on. It's their major, major fundraiser. I think they've got two uh, two events, major, major fundraisers for the year, and that helps to produce the calendars and helps to produce the books um, and the T-shirts and uh, all the merch and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so make sure that you uh, you check out the details uh, for that event. Um, we've got a um, couple of similar type events here in Australia and I've got some friends that are heading down to one of them. So I'm super, super jealous uh, that they get to go to that and I'm super, super jealous, hoping that one day I can hit some of the festivals here in, uh, here in Oz and also um, very, very keen to get over to uh, to California for a um, a PCE um, or uh, something else that's run by Dark Myth Publishing um, and um, the J Zomod J Zomon. Sorry, Dave. I've stuffed it again. The J Zomon um, company as well. Uh, super uh, super keen to. Um, excuse me, to eventually pop over and uh, be able to support um, some of that sort of stuff. And hopefully one day, um, get over there and sell some of my books too. I uh, Yeah, I'm uh, super, super keen for um, for what's up ahead. Very, very cool. So uh, yeah, hopefully I've got a couple of things in the pipeline that I'm, uh, that I'm super excited about. Um, also, the final thing I think that Dave asked me to mention was, of course, directing you over to Mythmart. Um, we've got a few new arrivals. We've got Liberty's Run 2, Tanks for the Memories. Uh, that should be pretty cool. Uh, the next, uh, next book in the Liberty Run series. Um, also, Musings from Me by Stephanie J. Barty. Uh, Processing Things by Michael A. Arnold. Stumbling in Crazy Town, of course, is the Peggy uh, Gerber, um, the winner of the, I think, last year's um, Open Contracts Challenge. So yeah, make sure that you check check these out. Make sure that you, um, you uh, support the company. Um, if you can to uh, to sort of purchase um, a few of these uh, these titles, add them to your collection. That's um, yeah, very very exciting to sort of grow that library and uh, and support that. Yeah, there's uh, there's quite an eclectic uh, collection there. Something for everyone. Um, make sure www.mythmart.com. Check that out. Um, yeah, some there's there's something there for everyone, uh, and at really great prices too, and every uh, every little bit goes towards um, yeah being able to uh, enable Dark Myth Publishing to um, to put on more events to um, yeah to uh, to publish more books, more uh, graphic novels, the comic books, the T-shirts, the calendars. Um, Sharing the artwork the uh that the brilliant artists do each month um 
the cover art, uh, remembering the cover art, and yeah, there's some some really cool stuff out there. And uh, if you can, yeah, try and uh, try and make sure um, to check that out uh, to um, to buy what you can. Um, yeah, it's just a great way to support for sure. Uh, so on to today's theme, finally. So uh, I uh, I must admit that. Um, my life's been a bit nuts at the moment. Uh, we've had um, a number of staff out uh, due to illness and out due to um, planned uh, annual leave. We've had a few events. Um, we've got our school holiday program. I'm doing a, uh, a haunted house, which I'm completely and utterly unprepared for. Uh, doing like an escape room style haunted house uh, with the... Um, the uh, October theme. Um, last weekend, I have to say, has been one of our most jam-packed weekends, and uh, I have a blog that I occasionally post to, um, called the uh, the World of Tim, uh, Tim the Wizard, and uh, I did actually manage to finally get on and uh, and blog about our crazy family weekend with the Law family and the Crook family, and uh, we know we have a bit of a chuckle quite often um, about the uh, the polar opposite connection that we've got between our surnames, but I've been mates with, um, with my brother-in-law, Ben Crook, all since like late high school days, all the way through our lives, and uh, we've both um, settled in Murray Bridge and where we've got family and that sort of thing. So quite often we're catching up. The um, the two Galash sisters that we married uh, get along really well and our families get along really well. So uh, yeah, we basically had a, um, a crazy nuts weekend last weekend. Starting off on the Friday night, I finished work at 6pm and basically went straight around to our showgrounds for um, our agricultural show, the Murray Bridge show. And for me, it was rain and, and a few uh, nice toasty hot chips. Um, didn't really get to see much of the show because it was dark by the end. People everywhere, which was really, really cool to see, but really strange to see, uh, especially especially now. Like, um, we're sort of coming out of covid um, more community confidence, um, yeah, so it's great, great to see people out and about, but it's still got that strange feeling for me, that strange element, um, of, uh, it's almost, almost feeling like, um, we should still be keeping that distance, but nobody seems to want to anymore. So I didn't really get to see the usual stuff that uh, that my family went around to see already with the show. Um, the um, the baked goods, the the crafts, the stalls, um, checking out the show bags and uh, going on the rides and that sort of thing. No, I um, unfortunately I missed all that, but I did um, happen to uh, to manage to um, catch up with. Um, my family and the Crook family uh, just in time for um, for a bit of tea, which was good. And of course, you, your food stalls are uh, are always hooked up a bit in price. 
but we did our best to um to sort of keep the um the the costs low for us and when you've got two families of five that uh, that you're trying to feed it's not always easy but uh, we managed okay we did all right and the chips were good the food was was tasty um i have to admit i went over with my daughter uh and my niece and um my daughter was saying "Ooh, uh hot chips would be good uh nuggets would be nice but we were right next to the dutch waffle wan the uh is like the little uh little dutch pancakes um covered in icing sugar and i thought "Ooh, that could be quite quite tasty that'd be uh Yum, lekker, the Dutch say, is uh, very yum or very good, very tasty. So um, I was thinking, oh, Belgian waffles or uh, or profiteers would be um, heel lekker. Uh, and my daughter pipes up, oh, I'd love a waffle. Can I have a waffle for tea, Dad? And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. You have whatever you want. And there I am with my niece in my uh, my four year old niece in my arms. And then about five minutes later, after Sienna, my daughter decided, no, 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 better to have hot chips. So we ordered a couple of things of hot chips. And while the hot chips were cooking, uh, my brother-in-law, Ben, came around. And there's Livy in my arms. I'm giving her a cuddle, trying to keep her warm. Uh, as the rain started to pour in, the, um, the spring shower uh, on a very, very, very cold September evening. Uh, and there's Livy. She pops up. Uh, her dad comes along. What do you want for tea? What do you want, Liv? What do you want for tea? She goes, I have waffles. And uh, poor Ben had to uh, to try and argue the point with a four-year-old that waffles was probably not the best thing for tea. Um, Livy, of course, uh, idolises my daughter Sienna uh, and she would love, love, love to have exactly what it was that Sienna was going to have. Uh, so Sienna had to convince her, no, 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 Liv, it's all right. I'm having chips. I'm not having waffles. Waffles sounded like a great idea, but I've decided not to have waffles after all. So it was trying to convince Olivia that, um, no, no, nobody's having waffles tonight. You're not missing out on anything. Uh, everything's all good. Um, so eventually, yeah, she decided that, yeah, she's all right. She'll have hot chips too, but she wanted waffles she sat there she looked at her hot chips she tried a couple of bites of her nuggets but she was dead set certain that she wanted waffles so um to uh to fight with a four-year-old wasn't a great deal of fun but uh the rest of the night we uh we seemed to um enjoy uh spending uh spending quality time with each other's families which is great um, and seeing all the um, the the people from the community that you know as well out and about is really cool, like the um, the local vendors, like the um, the the uh, the couple um, that we know that make cheesecakes, uh, delicious, magic, amazing cheesecakes, even though they're allergic to dairy, um, and cannot try them. So cannot for the life of me get my head around how it is that um, Annabelle from Cheeky Cheesecakes is uh, somehow able to produce this magic, this deliciousness uh, without being able to sample herself. And I know um, we've got markets coming up, local markets, which we're keen to go and visit. 
uh, and it will be definitely a stopover to um, pop in and see Annabelle again. Uh, I had the Turkish Delight cheesecake from the Adelaide show, or from the sorry, from the Murray Bridge show. Um, keen to try the lemon one. We actually had a raffle uh, for my daughter's passion project, where um, Cheeky Cheesecakes actually donated a seven-inch lemon cheesecake, which looked magic. Uh, and I was absolutely green with envy when we drew that ticket uh, to whoever won that. I'm sure that they, uh, they've enjoyed every morsel, every mouthful of uh, that delectable delightfulness. Uh, so I'm looking forward to myself heading up to the market. Uh, I think it's next weekend. Uh, and um, yeah making sure that hopefully there's some lemon cheesecake left. I know my uh, my beautiful wife, Heidi, is keen on uh, grabbing a piece of lemon cheesecake as well. That's her up, absolute utter favourite. So um, tipping our hat to uh, to Annabelle and the other local businesses that, uh, that were there at the show. Um, hopefully you all sold out. Hopefully there's uh, a great deal of community support because uh, there were certainly people plenty of people around that's for sure um so that was friday that was uh working pretty much all week and then uh finishing off with um friday night a couple of hours at the um the murray ridge show um not really seeing much but enjoying the company of the people that i was with uh and then we followed that up with uh with saturday saturday um in september one of the last weekends of September, or the last weekend of September, uh, for uh, for us is very um, Australian Football League, um, the AFL. That's the grand final. So um, quite often our team, Geelong Cats, um, quite often they're up there in the finals and sometimes they do okay and they'll sort of get all the way to the grand final but then they'll lose. Or sometimes they won't, they'll sort of just miss out. They might get to the quarterfinals or they might get to um, to the semifinals. But this year, um, we were uh, thrilled to see in a couple of um, nail-biters, um, very, very close games leading up to the grand final, that the Cats just seemed to get it together. They seemed to have the right sort of team, the right players on the field, um, and... They um they were able to um to make it all the way to the grand final. So we had a grand final party, and I can still see uh, Geelong cats helium balloons uh, have invaded our lounge room. We've still got a couple of um, big football cutouts. We've got the um the blue and and white Geelong cats colours. We've got posters up here and there. Um, and yeah, we had a few friends around. We had the um, the Crook family again. We had um, a few other um, friends of ours, uh, all glued to the screen in the lounge room. Um, there was a yeah, it's a massive, massive day, massive, massive day for um, for football fans, especially when your team is in the grand final. Um, and they won, which we were um, were really thrilled to see. And it was a convincing win too. They were up against a team called the Sydney Swans. So that's from uh, New South Wales, uh, another state 
Um, so we're in South Australia. The Geelong Cats are um, based in uh, in another state in Victoria, but uh, for whatever reason, my um, my wife's family and our family um, and the Crook family have been very strong Geelong Cats supporters throughout the years, uh, and so it was yeah a real thrill to see um, see the team make it all the way to the grand final, and then um, yeah it was a um, a bit of a blowout. It was uh, probably um, by halfway through the game, you could tell that um, Geelong were going to win. There was uh, there was nothing close about it. Um, yeah, it was um, still a yeah a real real thrill to watch and just watch them dominate. Uh, hoping that um, in twenty twenty three they can maybe go back to back, but we'll see. I mean, there's been a few um, few key players of their team retire. Um, and, um, yeah, the, um, another busy day that Saturday, that was huge. And then we topped it off with, uh, finally on the Sunday, um, the Crook and Law family, uh, we both had, um, free once a year tickets to go and visit our, um, local zoo in our capital city, Adelaide. So, um, it was, uh, yeah, a, a massive, massive um, three full days of uh, Law Crook fun adventures. It was, um, yeah, very awesome going down to, um, to visit the zoo, uh, see all the animals. And of course, with um, Olivia being as young as she is, She's now starting to to notice and now starting to interact and to really chat about what it is she sees and uh, what uh, yeah she's um she's a real bright spark that um it's uh yeah it makes it twice the fun to uh to head to head to those types of events um yeah and to be able to do it all for free is uh, of course very very cool very cool. But this brings me to my my theme, my topic, um, with uh, uh, with us trying to cram so much into our lives. Um, if you've got family, it's trying to uh, to keep the kids entertained. I mean, I've got my son home today. I've got some washing on. Um, and I'm madly trying to find the time. Uh, hey, let's sit down for um, for uh, a few minutes or, uh, or almost an hour, really, if, the, if we're being honest. Let's sit down. Let's try and cram the time. Let's try and find that moment to record this podcast. Uh, I, uh, I certainly don't get a chance at work. Um, even in my hour lunch break, there's always running around to do there's uh there's always things to keep me busy um there's uh there's always stuff that i need to do um and yet even now i'm sort of uh sitting here feeling guilty that the washing machine's finished up and it's time to um to try and catch any possible spring sunshine i know we're meant to have a um a beautiful run of uh a couple of days this friday saturday sunday and uh we've got a public holiday on the monday as well for um for labor day um it's uh yeah trying to um to cram everything in um when the kids are at school the wife's at work 
I've sort of got the um, the house to myself and I've got that opportunity to sit, to breathe, to um, to take that slice out of my day to uh, to be able to record this podcast for you guys. So hopefully you're listening. Hopefully you're getting a bit out of it. I mean, this one here seems to be um, a bit of a, uh, a chat about uh, about me and my day and my life and, and what's going on at the moment. Not too much uh, literacy focus at the moment. Um, but yeah, it. Um, I really want to bring it back to uh, what it is that uh, that everybody does. How do you find your time? Are you a um, an evening writer? Do you sort of set aside a slice of time uh, in the evening before bed? Or do you have like a perfect time to write? Or if you're an artist, to draw? Or um, when when do you do it? Uh, I know poor Dave um, found that it was impossible for him to uh, to get the um, the September um, the September magazine out uh, the uh, the opportunity due to uh, the back to back to back shifts like um, the shifts he was doing the um, what he was doing with family as well. There was just uh, no moment where um where he was able to um to sort of sit down at the computer and sort of uh pound out the um the coding that was needed for uh for everybody's stories all the stuff that Steph sort of reviewed that's been emailed through to her um and she's been able to have a look over and uh and look at and and see what's good what's ready um what's in the right font and format and uh, and that sort of thing, so that she could flick it over to Dave, so that he could do the coding around it, um, create the source, so that we could get this beautiful, amazing magazine that we uh, we seem to uh, to get each and uh, and every month. Um, so thankfully, that magazine's out now. Um, Dave's managed to find, like in his nuts life at the moment, he's been able to find those brief moments to be able to sit, do it, get it out, and ready to go which is really cool. Um, for all the rest of us, yeah, when do we find that time? Is it, uh, are you an early riser? Do you get up before everybody else? Or do you live alone? Do you have that moment? Uh, do you have that that freedom um, where you can, uh, whenever the idea sort of pops in your head, you can stop whatever it is that you're doing. You can you can sort of stop that, that life um, and go, you know what? It's story writing time. Um hopefully you are that lucky hopefully you uh you do um manage to find those moments uh when they come when those ideas pop into your head um or are you a planner i know there's one of my friends Stephen, um tells me that uh he's very dedicated to to writing his writing is a business he's been able to get that um get that sorted uh in his mind um, arrange his life around that, and talking with um, with um, well-established um, published authors uh, that uh, that I often get to visit the local library where I work to do events. Uh, a lot of them are saying that they find that niche time. They've retired. They have made writing their nine to five. Um, and they make sure that they stick to that. 
the um that dedication that um yeah it's not something that i've got uh i don't have the opportunity to uh to actually do that i've sort of got to try and write when i can where i can um use the different tricks like um sending myself a uh, a personal message on my phone when an idea pops into my head so that it's not gone um that uh that dream i have which i think is oh that's a perfect perfect scenario for uh for the story that i'm working on um and then finally getting around 9 hours later to sit down at the keyboard and go what was it again that whole idea that concept um you sort of you get glimpses or parts of it or it never comes out as well uh as you thought that it was originally um yeah it's finding finding that time uh, finding that niche um being committed to it being dedicated to that plan uh and writing like even if it's rubbish even if it is uh what you think is some of the worst stuff when you come back over it when you are in that editing phase or when you are sending it off to your editor to actually have a look and review um sometimes quite often it's the stuff that you think is no good at the time that didn't feel right um that's quite often the stuff that is the gold or that's the silver that you can sort of mine or uh use that uh that literal alchemy to uh to turn into those uh those gold nuggets um it's um yeah and quite often the stuff that uh that seems to flow the stuff that you think is gold bang 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 tapping that out um you're on a roll it's uh it's flowing well that's the sort of stuff where when you send it out to your beta readers when you send it out to um you share it with your your friends and family they're sort of scratching their heads and go what does it mean where's the context where um and you're thinking oh this is like this is some of my best stuff this is the the um the best stuff that I've uh, I've ever had the um the opportunity to uh, to produce this is my gold this is my opus and uh it's um it's great for you but it's not necessarily the best stuff for um for the general reader um yeah it's uh it's interesting to um to sort of hear that from um from other writers uh especially those on the um the professional scene but yeah for a friend of mine um that I do know or a couple of writers that I know um through the um the different facebook groups are saying that they dedicate certain times to writing and that they uh they make it a business and that's what we really got to do um but it's good to uh to sort of say it in theory and it's a completely different thing to be able to know how to do it um but there's support out there there's people are that are, sh- are willing to share uh sometimes at a price or uh sometimes advice is free um and yeah it's just taking that opportunity to uh to listen and absorb and ask questions and make sense and to actually put it into practice and to trial it it's not going to work for everyone but for everyone there has got to be a way a system that works um 
so yeah, it's, uh, it's really finding that time. How, how do you find that time? Where do you find that time? Um, is it the weekends? Do you, uh, do you have that opportunity on the weekends to, um, to sit and write and, uh, and build out a story or two? I'm actually hoping that sometime this afternoon I'll, uh, I'll get a chance to, um, to produce um, a couple of stories for October uh, for the world of myth. Um, I've got a couple of stories that I've pre-written that I'm waiting for opportunities to um, to launch uh, as well to sort of email off to um, to certain uh, um, publishing sites, which uh, I'm yeah fingers are crossed. Uh, I've got a uh, a few submissions out there in the um, in the stratosphere, which I'm hoping to hear good news about uh, reasonably soon. But of course, that's the thing. Some some places you send to, and you hear back in a couple of days, or you hear back in a week, and uh, and some pla- uh, some places it's a couple of months, and it's people's systems as well for keeping track. I mean, I'm I'm terrible for um, for keeping track of things that I've submitted, uh, and I get really surprised uh, and really thrilled to get emails back from sites that say, "Hey, we love that story that you sent, um, and we really really want to include it." And I'm sort of scratching my head thinking, when did I send that? What story was it? Thrilled the bits to sort of get that message. Um, and uh, I know many of you are sort of shaking your heads to, uh, to hear that. Many of you have got your spreadsheets or your different databases or your different systems in place where you've, uh, you've intricately kept track of every single thing that you've submitted to when, when you're expecting to hear back. Um, whether it was a yes, whether it was a no, um, the yeah, the the system um, that you've got in place. But I, for one, sadly, am completely and utterly disorganised. Uh, if it wasn't for my family, and I think for my beautiful wife, I wouldn't know what day it was uh, in the week. I wouldn't know whether I had to go to work or not. Um, without a roster, I wouldn't know where I would need to be, what meetings I would have that. Uh, uh, when I've got people coming in to see me, um, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm very, very lucky that there are there are other people that I've got in my life that are able to support me, able to keep me on track. So I can work, I can try and be a husband, try and be a dad, try and be a friend, uh, try and be a community member, but try and be an author as well. Um, it's the uh, the crazy, crazy challenge of life trying to achieve what I believe is the impossible. And, uh, and I'm sure um, there are many of you out there that feel the same. Being able to find the time, um, finding the work-life writer balance or work-life um, artist balance. Um, where uh, you're trying to balance the seesaw, that's all well and good. It's, uh, it's enough of a challenge in itself with work and life. Um, but when you're throwing being a writer in as well and a, uh, a hobby um, that you're trying to turn into a, uh, into a business and trying to focus on um, like it's a, a business, it's, um, it's a whole nother kettle of fish. That's that... Uh, that extra, extra element, um, and it is massive. It is, uh, it is massive to uh, to actually be able to capture those ideas, to be able to send them out, 
to the places where um, they will be published and they will be shared, but then to be able to promote yourself, to market yourself, uh, as well as to be able to promote the stories and not to sell yourself short, um, not to give yourself away, um, to make sure that what you're producing and what you're creating is valued. Um, and I just wanted to take a moment now to thank all the uh, independent publishing companies, all those people uh, that are trying to balance the um, the four things, the work, the life, the writing, the creating, but also the publishing. My hat seriously goes off to you. I have a great deal of respect for you. Um, you're putting your own money uh, on the line, uh, major, major risks. Uh, but the reward is, of course, finding these amazing writers, uh, creating that family of creators that, um, that send you stuff happily time and time and time again so that you can produce these beautiful, amazing books, um, produce the, the quality work um, that, um, yeah, the, um, the stuff that we all want to buy, we all want to have as part of our library, uh, our home library. Um, yeah, it's a, a real thrill to get that, uh, that message back. You're accepted. What it is that you've created, we also think is brilliant enough to be included. Uh, and then the news, hey, the book's out, or the online magazine is here, or, um, yeah, it's a, a, um, a real thrilling, uh, amazing sort of time um, to be able to share that with, um, with writer friends, um, with friends near and far, those uh, locally here at home and those overseas. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, um, a real uh, exciting time. Indeed, and it's uh, it's a a great uh, great time to be a creator, um, with the different platforms that we've got available to us. Um, but we're lucky that it is because of those people that take those risks, uh, and try and balance what seems to be the impossible. Um, that's where the uh we get those opportunities and we need to support those uh those opportunities those places those independent publishers as much as we possibly can so please do dark myth um so many others out there as well um and yeah just thrilled thrilled to um to uh over the years uh having been able to establish that uh, that connection, that relationship, being able to send uh, send those pieces out, um, and being able to get that uh, that beautiful email back, um, getting to do that little happy dance each time, that uh, yeah, the somebody else thinks you're great too. Somebody else thinks that uh, that what you're writing and what you're producing is uh, is good enough, does make the grade meets that brief will be perfect for the um 
latest anthology. So I hope this is inspiring you. Hope this is inspiring you to go out and buy. Uh, and also hoping that it inspires you to go and create. To uh, If you uh, you haven't lately been able to find that niche moment, but you've got all those ideas sort of flooding your mind, make sure that you, uh, you make yourself a cuppa, sit down for a second or two, bang something out and send something off. This is me signing off. Tim from Down Under. We'll see you uh, next time, hopefully, with uh, episode 192, the uh, magazine review. So I'm, uh, I'm seriously, seriously keen to, uh, to get my teeth stuck into that one, to, um, to spread the love, leave the comments, uh, and check out what's, uh, what's in store for me um, beyond the Mushroom Man in the September edition of the World of Myth magazine. So thank you all.